0: Our spirit. What is it?
1: Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing Spirit. And now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now, your host, Diet Renee.
0: Good Monday morning, everybody. This is Diet here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. This is a show in which I do speak um, with different people of a from different backgrounds that have had a point in life where spirit has really affected them, and possibly even changed the course of their life. Now, this morning, I have a beautiful guest by the name of Kimberly Rouge. Hey, Tim. Hey, Keith. And or Rush, Sorry. And um, she's going to be joining us to talk about her journey. Now, her journey started a long time ago. Oh my gosh! But I'll tell you what, where it's gotten her is mind-blowing but i'm gonna let her tell you more about that story so with that being said <clears throat> good morning good morning <clears throat> oh my god good morning my throat chakra oh my gosh my throat chakra is just like i'm always unplugging it every monday i think it goes to sleep over the weekend good morning kevin good morning so we're going to open the book this book because you know i've learned to love this book i just love this book let's find a page hmm Okay, what the heck is this? It says space and time demonstrated. I love how. <laughs> Good morning, Jenny. Um, so Todd will be with us in a little bit, guys. Right now, it's just me. It's just me, but that's okay. Um, so the first page, uh, and for anybody that has a book, it's on 136. Yeah, I feel like, again, I feel like a pastor every time I bring up this book. Hey, Andrea. Um, but The 136 says, space is time demonstrated. So let's read this. Good morning, Christopher. Now, it's got a lot of words. It's got a lot of words. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. And then we're going to talk about it. So it says, essential truth. In truth, there is no such thing as space. Pure, empty space with nothing in it. Everything is something. Even the emptiest space is filled with vapor so thin So stretched out over infinite areas, they seem to not be there. Then after the vapors are gone, there is energy, pure energy. This manifests as vibration, oscillations, movement of the all at a particular frequency. Invisible energy is a space which holds matter together. Actually, what you now call matter is mostly space. All solid objects are 2% solid matter and 90% air. The space between the tiniest particles of matter and all objects is enormous. It is something like the distance between heavenly bodies in your night sky. Yet these objects just you you call solid. At one point, the entire universe actually was solid. And there was also time before that time when there was no matter at all, just the purest from the highest vibrational energy. But this was the time before time. Before the physical universe, as you know it, existed. It keeps going. <clears throat> Told you lots of words. In the beginning, pure energy, me, vibrated, oscillated so fast as to form matter. Oh, interesting, huh? All the matter of the universe in the process so-called, is so-called the Big Bang. You, too, can perform the same feat. In fact, you do every day. Your thoughts are pure vibration and they can and do create physical matter simply understand that all things are cycled including life itself understanding about the life of the universe will help you to understand about life of the universe inside you so you become more able to and you sorry so you become more able to enjoy the process not merely endure it there's a natural rhythm to life and everything moves to that rhythm Everything glows, goes with the flow. Thus it is written for everything. There is a season and for every purpose under heaven. Now that is a lot of words. It is a lot of words. You know what I mean? Um, Oh, I love it. Time space is so perfect with the, yes, exactly with the line gates right around the corner. I love it. Good morning, Dan. Um, But I'll tell you what, this to me makes so much sense. So much sense. So let's break this down to lingo that I use more often um, that maybe people can understand that I teach a lot about because I teach a lot about vibration. Good morning, Miss Karen. Oh my gosh. Good morning from Scotland. I love it when y'all listen. Thank you. Um, Oh, tune in. (laughs) Not listen. God, such bad terminology. I apologize. Anyway, so let's break this down because I talk a lot about vibration. I talk a lot about energy and vibration in the work I do. I teach a lot about energy and vibration and the work that I do. Um, and I talk a lot about manifestation, don't I? Do we have ding dings going off everywhere? I I know I do, because I was like, where is this leading to? <clears throat> Indu house from Scotland, Skyland. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Karen. Um uh, <clears throat> so <clears throat> excuse me, my throat chakra. Thank you. Um, So when we talk about this, okay, and I will tell you what, for everybody that has been part of organized religion throughout your life, at some point in your life, we all hear about these things. You know, pastors stand up before us and you know what? They preach this, don't they? They preach it. And we all go, oh, isn't that beautiful? Oh. What the hell did he say? What did he mean? What the hell was that shit? You know, I mean, I don't know about you, but that's what I do. That's what I do. I sit there and go, oh, uh, I have no clue what you just said. I have no clue what you just said. And it's amazing because honestly, you have to sit back and realize that, yeah, everything is energy. Everything's a vibration. And one thing you hear me say a lot, and you hear a lot of other people think say is thoughts become reality thoughts become reality so what does all that mean what does that all mean well when you put it all together it becomes something that's very simple we were not put on this existence in this world to run around haphazard and not have a clue to run around and to be hungry to run around and be scared to run around and be hurt or, or, or alone None of that was what we were supposed to get when we got here. It's our choice. It's our choice. And I know a lot of people are going to fight with me on that one. Oh, my God, it's not my choice. Yeah, it is. And what I mean by that is because you do have the power, all of us do, to be able to match our vibration to what we want. Manifest things. How many of you have sat there, and, you, and and I know you can't put your hands up, but you know what? How many of you have sat there and really wanted something? And it shows up. It's just created. You allowed yourself to have it, have it. You don't know where it comes from. You don't know if somebody else paid for it. You don't know if it just magically appeared. You don't know the behind the scenes of how it got to you. It just, boop, it's there. Or sometimes it's a big purchase like a car. And out of nowhere, it just works. And you don't even know how it worked. It just happened. That is energy. That is vibration. That is you putting a thought into movement. That is you taking your energy of your body, of your mind, this physical thing and vibrating it higher, releasing an energy. You're Because what you're doing is you're, you're literally vibrating yourself higher, taking those thoughts, switching them into a pure energy, and sending that energy out. And that energy comes back to us in the form of what you wanted. Because that's really what this is about, isn't it? You know, we always talk, and I'll tell you what, we always talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, even people that don't believe in reincarnation. We always talk about learning my lessons here, having my experiences here. Oh my God, what is this life for? And, you know, and then if you hear me talk, I'll talk about at some point, we all get to ascend. We all get to go to that place where, you know, we don't have the BS of this earth. It's true. It's true. And what I mean by that is because at some point, guys, When we've experienced it and we understand it and it's not all those simple lessons that earth gives us, but the reality that you can flow through it, the reality that you can make things happen, magic, that's what we call it. That's when you don't have to keep coming back here because you've gotten to that point where you understand, you get it. It's almost like you time warp. It's almost as if you know what there's no longer boundaries on you to do what you need to do now the funny thing is there's something there's a there's a um a book in my head and it's called celestial prophecy okay it's a book i love i'll tell you what it it really started this i want to say this crazy journey i've been on now was i born into it yes was everything happened before this book Yes, a lot did, did. but this book changed my thought patterns. This book changed my realization of what was possible. And it started me on this journey to thoughts become reality, vibration, moving at a higher space. And it still has taken me years to get to the point where I have yet that I've gotten, not to where I'm going to go yet, just to where I've gotten. But this book is amazing, okay? Because the book um, talks about basically energy reaching a point in life of where, um, yeah, Courtney, mind over matter, being able to reach a point in life um, where there's something more, where there's something more, okay? And it's it's incredible. Why? Because this book talks about being able to um, just move into a different time, taking your body, raising your vibration, and moving into another time, which other people aren't even able to see it. Now, for our our lack of ability of understanding it, we would kind of look at this other time as a different dimension, going into a fifth dimension or a sixth dimension. Y'all, y'all starting to understand where I'm going here, because we've had the words. We've had the words, okay? We've just never understood what those words mean, okay? Now, for anybody that's willing or wanting to read this series, good morning, Jamie. And I'm going to tell you it's a series, and I am going to literally hand the series to you guys on a golden platter. And I'm going to tell you it's worth the cost of the books online because the coolest thing about this series is. Is it fact or is it fiction? I'll tell you what, I read them all and I struggled and I still struggle, struggle today. Is it fact or is it fiction? Because honestly, I think it's a fiction book that was written. I really do believe it came from a man that wrote this book all from a mindset of something maybe he thought would be a better world. But what he doesn't realize is this whole series is actually fact. It's non-fiction. Okay. So I want to tell you the, the books. So you've got Celeste, the Celestine Prophecy, the Celestine Prophecy. OK, you have got and you know what? I will even let me see. I'm going to do this for you. I am going to I just uh, found it online for you. I'm going to put it in the comments for you so that you guys have it so you can just go straight to them. Okay, and I found this on Goodreads. You can get them on Amazon. It doesn't really matter. But so you have the Celestine Prophecy, which really gives you that beginners because it's really going from a man that is just really is clueless and then starts to follow the steps. You've got the 10th Insight book, which is another fiction book that talks about sustaining that energy sustaining it and where it's going to go to. Now, the last book is The Secrets of Shambhala in Search of the 11th Insight. Now that is where it starts to go, holy shit, oh my gosh, because it takes you into a world where the the world of Shambhala is, and it's, you know what, you can find it in a lot of different cultures, a lot of different religions that this this world, a city is one that um, moves all the time. And I don't believe that the city itself moves. I do believe it's there all the time and it's all around us. But the story behind it is, it's a city that when you go into a different mindset, that you sit in a different space, you enter it. And simple things like going into your home, you just have to walk up to it and know the wall is going to disappear for you to walk in and the wall is going to reappear behind you because it's all about thought. It's all about energy. It's all about vibration and that you're moving on the same vibration as everything around you and you've really got to that point where you know that your mind is what is, hey, chill out. Sorry, guys. Kids are on the other side of the door. But... Oh my God! <clears throat> just talking about this, my throat just goes. And I think it's because it's something I'm working on. It's something I'm working on. Now there is other books: the Twelfth Insight, the Hour Decision, and there is the limited edition of Celestial Prophecy and the Tenth Insight. You know, there's other ones. Okay, they're all amazing. They're all amazing. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of books that go around this whole theory, all coming from the fact of fiction. Um, but those are the first three that I do suggest to people to start to listen to. <clears throat> Thank you. When we got to get the dad voice out, I know, isn't that weird? Dad's great, the kids is so true. And good morning, Diet. <laughs> I love it. Um, don't you love it? L- remember to breathe. This isn't a breathing, Keith. This is a oh my gosh. Every time I talk about this, it's this clogs down because I'm really trying to find my inner truth with us. I really am. It's something. I'll tell you what i think i've been striving for since uh i started this journey since i first got my hands on that first book since i was able to start to read give me a second i'm gonna let get some kids hey, get the hell away from this door right now Put, shut it you are not to be in there unless you're getting stuff. get away from the door thank you love you guys Ah, oh, children. I love them. I love them. Hello, Darren. Good morning, Brian. So, um, on that, the grandkids were getting this picture out in this picture. Cool. It's three guides. There's me and three of my guides. So I think that picture is really awesome, but, um, somebody drew it. So basically, <clears throat> it's learning to raise to a, a, a different vibration and I think that's what the, the pages we're talking about today. It's realizing that you can raise yourself, that you can take your vibration and you raise it up. Now, in this lifetime, we, we talk more about the, the legitimacy of this, okay? And we put that legitimacy into manifestation. Things that we can wrap our head around, things that we go, oh, oh, okay, I can accept that. You know, when I tell you, oh my gosh, we're going to come to a culture time where you can walk up to a room and, you know, and it's actually four walls. There's no doorways, but all you have to do is know that that vibration is going to be there and you can be able to walk through it. You're going to look at me and say, woman, you're insane. That ain't never going to happen. In my heart, I know that we're going to get to that point. We're definitely going to get to that point. It may not be in my lifetime, but I know society is going to get to that point. But what do we have? What do we have? We have so many other things that happen around us that really become very magical in our existence. When you think about it, you know, that, um, you know, in the words of Mike Dooley, wanting that little blue car, you want the little blue Honda, you know, you want it, you want it, want it. You start to imagine yourself in it. You can feel yourself in it. You can feel that, that, the wheel in your hands. You can feel the seat under your tush. You can feel the warmth and the comfort and the coziness of being in this car. You can feel yourself di- driving down the road a bit. What are you doing with all that? You're actually manifesting it. You are getting. You're taking a process in your brain to raise your vibration, to raise everything up to become a flow. With that. That's simply what you're doing. So why is it so hard to think you can take this another step? Everybody's watched The Secret. That movie, there was no secret that we're all able to do it. Organized religion has been telling it to us for years. We just didn't understand it. And I think we don't understand it because maybe the pastors don't quite understand it. They just read from the Bible and they go, Oh, the good book says it. So we have to have faith, which is amazing. It's pretty awesome because really they're telling the truth because you have to have a certain amount of faith that you can do this. And who's to say when you die, you don't figure this out that you do to go to a different dimension that you finally brought it all together. I mean, that's something I'm not going to remember until I get to that point again. And Like I said, remember, because we've done this a few times. So I want you guys to take some moments today. I want you to take some moments this week. And I want you to realize that you, when you're in the flow of things, when you are literally out of your head, out of your mind, not getting in your own way, how life will flow. And how does that happen? just existence. Because when you get out of the way of things, life happens. Magic happens. When you want something and you let it go, you see it come back to you. And it's beautiful. So if you need that extra help to wrap your mind around what is possible, I'm going to tell you to invest in those books. Again, <clears throat> they're, they're fiction books with a very nonfiction way of looking at things and see what else is possible. Okay. Wow. What a big discussion today. Wasn't it just a huge discussion. So guys, I am going to find a commercial on here because Todd's going to be back in a little bit to do all of this, but I am just going to run a commercial really quick. And when I come back, we are going to bring in Miss Kim. This is yet with school through spirit on WLTKDB.com. See you in a few. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to School Through Spirit here on WLTKDB.com. And good morning, Miss Cassie, for joining us this morning and everybody else. Now, this morning, as you know, I've been talking a lot about vibration, manifestation, and just knowing things can happen. And this morning, I want to tell you, my guest probably knows this better than anybody I know. She's not going to call herself the leading authority on it, but she could probably write the book. Um, I'd like to welcome in Ms. Kim. Hello, dear. Morning. How are you? Oh, beautiful. good, beautiful. I want to ask you, how much sleep did you get last night? You know? Well,
2: well, my mother-in-law celebrated her 90th birthday um, yesterday and she we had a house full of people and it was amazing. Awesome. It was so good. So the energy was amazing. Even all the animals were just vibe into it. So it was it was a great thing.
0: I love that. I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate you more than anything for this. So, you know, I wanted people to hear your story, Kim, because I think your story is, you know, I've had a lot of guests on here and a lot of people share their stories and they're incredible, but your story has been going on for so long. And the things (laughs) that you have been able to accomplish by sheer, you just want it, it. It's mind blowing. It's really mind blowing. So, can you tell people a little bit about you and how this all started? Well, it depends on what section you
2: mean. I mean, if you mean, like, can I start at two when I first saw spirits, or do you want me to talk about when I first came, <laughs> when I first met you? Well, in no, I
0: want to or... go back to how the heck you even ended up in another country. Oh, you, you know what I mean? Because when you talk about your life, yeah. it's magical. Uh, you, well, know, I... you never get to talk about that.
2: I don't, I don't really talk about it, but people like you know about it and, yeah. and people who've been in my life that have been maybe touched by the experience, they, they know that, but mm-hmm. there's so many different things that have happened um, since being really young that, you know, Brian and I talk about, cause we're really faithful people. And we yeah. talk about, about being, being led, you know, through faith and whatever. And we've been tested so much in our lives, both separately as well as together.
1: Mm-hmm. And you
2: just have to like, understand, like I just finished writing a book called The Gifted Tapestry. And, um, Brian was, was doing, I don't even know if I can say this, but, um, Brian was doing an ayahuasca ceremony and it was somehow his shaman texted me, even under, even under his ayahuasca, he was just like, don't forget to tell my girls to wish my mom a happy birthday or whatever it was a mother's day or something like that. And I thought, Oh, how sweet. Anyway, what was weird about this whole thing and how I'm going to start with this story because we can start with it now and we can go back. Right. Was that the shaman connected me through my cell phone to Brian's experience and within about 90 within about 90 minutes through the tether, the electronic tether, and of course my connection with Brian and Brian's connection to the shaman, who he's done like this ayahuasca podcast, which is out of this world amazing. Right. Um, I started writing. And I wrote like 25 pages that night, and then it turned into a book called The Gift to Tapestry. But it was literally about how we're all interconnected. And of course, when you meet the divine yeah, that's a whole thing. And so I think almost by like through a, an electron tether, because you know, we're all energy, you know, right. there's no distance, anything. While he was doing something, I was connected to him. And then this whole experience was happening. And that turned into the gift of tapestry. And wow. that led me down another road, which led me to meet new people. And this whole time, Brian, Brian is going through this in real time. And I'm like, I don't know why the story is so amazing, but it's like, it's a spiritual, I thought it was based off of fiction. Mm-hmm. he reads it. It's like, I don't know if it is. It, it could just have been a shared knowingness or something, right? But it, was, but it was really beautiful. So it's weird things like that, that happen. And then I had a center in um, a health, uh, an alternative medicine or a first medicine, let's call it that um, center in Wisconsin. <clears throat> and that's actually, I met you a long time ago. Yes. And it's in a hot yeah. minute. <clears throat> well, it was interesting. Cause I didn't know that you were like kind of new at your craft. I heard your story. I was like, she's been doing this a hundred lifetimes. So, you know, so I'm just telling you things, whatever. And I had no idea that it was at the beginning of your like career. It was. Right. And I think at the, it was coming to the end of my uh, shamanic journey, if
1: you
2: will, and, and coming back to like the U.S. like full time and doing whatever. But I can tell you that there's been so many different things that have happened, including like how conscious content our media company was built to. How if I go back 10 years, how the healthcare, um, mm-hmm. how our alternative health healthcare system, um, uh, Angels influence, how that went, and then and then 10 years before then, actually it was probably two years before then, the market crashed, and I was I was a mortgage lender underwriter and still doing spiritual work with people because money is really important, but I didn't really understand really what was happening. And then the market crashed and I was left without anything and it was terrible. And now I live in Florida and the people in Florida were devastated people in Wisconsin less, but it affected my life on every level. I had a house fire that year. Mm -hmm. You know, if your life, it could be a metaphor. (laughs) My life was a metaphor. So, so it was almost like the universe was like telling me, we're going to burn this house down because Mm -hmm. this is a, this is not the life you're meant for. And it literally the house, a divorce (laughs) job, the, the, I had $241 up to my bank and a massive American express card. And I was just like, what am I going to do? And I have a family. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't understand. So I was, you know, working on my own stuff. And I realized for like my entire life, I'd been carrying so much stuff, a lot of which wasn't mine. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that they're carrying the weight of many energies around them, right? Collective energies. Yeah. Mine was a little bit, was definitely like that. And that's totally relatable to everyone because we're like, oh, yeah. we always have carried this energy. So at the end of every night, I would just say, just clear the energy, release it, forgive it so you can have a new day, right? Yeah. But even though I say it and you know that it's true, mm-hmm. we often don't make time to do it, which is exactly. a self-care epidemic that we're having right now. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's just really, it's just really interesting. So I lost my job and then I went on like this self-care journey while still married. And the more that I realized what was happening, the more I realized that I was completely alienated from who I was. Okay. I, had, I had no idea that there was so much more than just whatever I was experiencing. And then the periodic infiltration of us, of a spirit on the other side, trying to like speak to me since I was little, you know, my right. mom has it, my mom, my mom, has that too. My grandma mm-hmm. has that too, you right. know? So, so I didn't really kind of understand what was happening. And this whole time we have like these guides that are moving us through, you know, with spirit, with God, with the whole mm-hmm. thing that says, you know, you're supposed to be doing something bigger. Right. And and even though you're doing great, you think you're doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have a lot of air quotes because this is all. Bad.
0: That's okay. Cause that's what it is. <laughs> I know. Well, it's,
2: it's so interesting how things, how things come to fruition because If you're paying attention, all of the, all of the signs are there all of the time. And you don't even realize it because we're just so busy Mm
0: -hmm. and doing
2: what, you know, what are we busy doing? You know, nothing, absolutely nothing. (laughs) And we're conditioned, right? Like Brian and I talk about, like, we take deep dives because we build conscious content and you can't Mm -hmm. build conscious content without taking the deepest dive. Brian's one of the best researchers I know. That guy will like go in hard for like six months about a subject and go, okay, I know absolutely nothing. Even though I've consumed all this, like everything I think, I don't even know if any of it's true, you know? And so the more that you dive, the the farther down the rabbit hole you get, and the more you realize that most of the stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Really. And I can say that. It feels like it matters, but I exactly don't think it really matters.
0: Well, and that's just it. And I always tell people, and I know you probably go a lot of the same thing. Sometimes you just, you have to go on the the, you know, excuse my words, but you can't make this shit up type of life. <laughs> no nope. <laughs> you know what i mean because really that's the reality of <laughs> things you know what i yeah. mean it really well, is
2: life is for sure more strange than fiction and i've mm-hmm. i've witnessed that day in and day out and and they always say if you're like and they who i don't know who the quote is but if you look for miracles you'll find them yeah. like that's just if you look for trauma you're gonna find it if you you are who you attract right exactly. and so or you attract who you are whatever exactly. that looks like and the good news about that is that because we're all energy you can change any minute So you're like, I'm over this and I'm moving to here. right? And so that's in 2008, that was probably one of the biggest, the stock market crashed in 2000. And there was a shift for me then because I was still living in that world. You know, at that time I was in advertising. So everything was about, you know, yeah. uh, Monetary things and and materialistic things, because I didn't really understand there was a whole another world, a whole different world that I should be a part of on a regular basis and check in with. Yeah. And so I just think, I think that, um, it's really, it's really interesting if you, if you look at your, if you're, I'm going to just take a step back. So if you take a look at your life and take Mm a 30,000 foot view and you look, you'll realize that there's just a few things that are really necessary. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep quoting Brian because he's my best friend and we do everything together for a long time. You guys found each other. I was just like, (laughs) that's another story.
0: I, I, and I'm, you know, I don't know what the story is. And really, I don't think I need to know the story because the day I seen you two on Facebook together, I went. Well, has he always been there like, yeah. in my head oh, I was like, for
2: lifetimes for lifetimes for was sure. Like,
0: where did he come from? And then I was like, I think he's always been there, but I'm not, I'm not really sure so, anymore.
2: So I have a feeling this conversation is going to bounce everywhere. So I apologize in advance, but Go given that, me. so let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So when you do find like a mated pair, let's call it mm-hmm. that, or, you know, your person,
0: a person, we, we
2: had our astrological charts done. And he's, he's a direct 180. I don't know if anybody knows about astrology, but I am his moon and he is my son directly across from each other, like 180%. So we literally reflect the opposition so we can see each other clearly. And that makes life a lot easier. Now I'm, again, I'm not an astrologer. I don't really know what all that means, but when the astrologer who is pretty credible was like, Hey, do you know that you've literally found your perfect opposite?
1: That's incredible.
2: It was so. We also have telepathy, right? So we we have a lot of telepathy, and there's just there's so many things that are happening um, to each one of us. And as we're having conversations, we just finish each other. Like if somebody was on the outside and we had like a TV show, they'd go, "That was not a complete sentence. (laughs) That was was not that was not a complete sentence. I don't even (laughs) know if that was a complete thought. Like you know so." So we have a lot of that that's happening, Um, but it also is it also is really difficult when you have somebody who's a a mirror for you, because then you have to look at your own shit. You know, that's just how it. That sucks.
0: (laughs) It sucks. It sucks. It does. <laughs> it does, but it makes you grow. It makes For everybody you... that says, Oh, I want that. No, it sucks, guy. I mean, yeah, at the end of it's the day, it's magic really struggles, but
2: yeah, it's throughout it's... the day
0: could be like, Oh, I didn't want to see that about myself. Right, <laughs>
2: totally, totally. And and so as long as you can take the good with the bad, um, the magnificent with the devastating, the tragic with the, the biggest wins of your life, that's literally describing Brian's in my relationship. Because we've been through the deepest, darkest depths of hell together. And we've been through some of the most amazing things, just witnessing what's happening, like bringing our company public, like who would have thought that that would happen, you know? And I just, am I'm amazed. And in a time where the world is really dark, you know, our first film is that we've ever done, which you were a significant part of, which I'll explain to in just a second was called light in the darkness. And it just is, that's, that's it. It's what I got Hashtag light, light in the darkness, you know?
0: Yeah. And let's talk about that, Phil. Okay. And yeah. I know I'm squirreling you someplace else because your life really is. And, and if we ever get to it all, we could probably talk to Kim for like 10 hours and still not cover all of Kim's life. But let's talk about that. How you even got <clears> it going, <throat> let alone got it off the ground, let alone finished it. I mean, cause it's the story itself is incredible. Yeah. So um,
2: I think the goal is not to have a plan. Yeah like to think that you have a plan and, and maybe put out the initial intention and then mm-hmm. just let things happen the way that they are. Um, and I, I can I tell you this firsthand that if you think, you know, what's going to happen, you have no idea. Yeah. And, and I think that's where the magic lies is just like not having any idea.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and, um, so I recall going to bed, praying the night before, because I, you know, I remember, I told you I lost my job and yep. anyway, this is, this is now 2016. Yeah. So eight years later, after the house fire, after the burn it all down and go to Bermuda, work as a shaman, work, you know, do a lot of retreats all over the world and meet amazing people, ups and downs, this and that, having kids, getting divorced, like opening up a center, like all this is happening super quick, right? Right. And now it's 2016. I come back. I'm sorry. Let's back up. 2013, I come back. I get a job with this hellish employer. And I thought, gosh, I'm so... I'm so spiritual. Why am I attracting this 100% narcissist into my life and let me tell you the lesson. When you are in um people pride themselves on being an empath and you probably know what I'm going to say about this. But mm-hmm. people pride pride themselves on being an empath, but here's the deal with being an empath. It's actually a trauma response.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm just going to leave that alone and we're not going no, to talk, but- talk about that. I agree with you. We could talk about that for beyond. Yeah. But when you're when you're a child be- below the you know, a young child and you're exposed to some kind of traumatic event empathy is like a superpower Mm -hmm. or we think so, but really what it does is it opens you up on a lot of senses where you're having, where you're having moments where you're just like, why do I feel everything? Why do I see everything? Why do I know everything? Like, what is that? Like those are generalized statements. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying to people, they're like, God, I knew it, you know, or, or why is it, uh, you know? And, and, and then the more that you think that, you know, the less discerning you can be Mm -hmm. and, and empaths, on the opposite tend to attract narcissists it's just how it works opposite mm-hmm. energies right and so my boss was a narcissist and i had no idea i was just trying to be everything that i could be it for this company and i was doing what i thought was a good job and they thought i was doing a good job and then he'd come in like a, a, i don't even know what what to say but he was like a bull in a china shop as my mom would say Right. But he was devastating to everyone in the office. Everybody cried. It was it didn't matter if you're a male, male or female. It was devastating. And the fact that this company could still stay open, they eventually mm-hmm. closed, got, got reported to the FBI. Like there was a, like a whole other thing that was attached right. to it. So karma can be a bitch, right? Oh yeah. Um, But, but the bottom line is, is that I needed him in my life for reflection because every day I was questioning myself and I'm like, is this really where I want to be? Is this, is this really who I am? Now, yeah. although that that empathetic nature was amazing for my psychic abilities mm-hmm. and amazing for my shamanic journey to, of knowingness or being connected or being able to, like, you know, move to a different plane in a, in a split second. Right. It was not good in this dimension. It was not good here because it's so such a low frequency. Right. And it was it opens you up for everything.
0: hmm. And so empath just needs to get some focus on their own abilities and they'll be just fine.
2: (laughs) And and protect that, like call an Archangel Michael, call on God. You know, I went to seminary, go to seminary, like do whatever you need to do in order to just like be really secure in your faith. Because if you have that security in your faith, then it doesn't matter what comes at you because you've got an entire arsenal of energy that is of the highest frequency that will will take care of you. You know, you just have to like, Know that it's there, and then suddenly those weird energies don't really get attracted to you because now you're emanating the light, but also into this—I don't want to say protective bubble, but you know it feels like that. And for some of tough. for yeah. some of us on our spiritual journey, a bubble of light is is just enough. It's just, it's just enough. Just put me in a bubble of light, white light. I'm good. And then, and always do that
0: before you walk in Walmart. I'm just going to say that. I love Walmart. That's my playground. And people go, why? And I'm like, oh my God, what a way to practice.
2: Totally. Oh my gosh. But just keep the bubble. Otherwise they're following you out the door. They're following into your car and you're like, really? And you've got a whole arsenal of people. And you're like, yeah. You need to go to your correct astral plane. Cause I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'm just <laughs> But it is a super great, you're right. It's a super, cause those energies are very vulnerable. They're very open and you can pretty much practice, but everything in light always asks permission. That's, just gonna, <laughs> yeah. that's my little disclaimer. Otherwise you're going to get what you get. <laughs> that's, that's how that works. Right. Yeah. Um, so light in the darkness, let's go back to light in the darkness. Yeah. So um, I had my own experience when I was young and I, I think it just went just like a lot of trauma when you're young. Mm-hmm. Um, it just went somewhere, went into the deepest, darkest holes of my, you know, whatever my brain somewhere I or into my cells. I have no idea. And although I think I knew about it, I was in a, um, in a shooting. It was, it was, yeah. it was devastating. It was just devastating, but I didn't really remember. It. And so now I'm at the third biggest shift in your, in my life, you know, how people are like, I don't want to start over. Mm-hmm. suck it up and just start over. It's just going to be better. Like whatever, like anything that you would have built anyway is going to burn down because yeah. that's old energy. So you always mm-hmm. have to move forward. Right. So now I'm on like the third or fourth rendition of whatever I think my life is supposed to be. And I'm praying that night and I'm just like, I'm now at a different job. It's not quite a year. I totally hate it. I'm not, even though it was an executive position, it paid a lot of money. It was, it had clout, it had all the, like, that's not who I was. I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I'm done. And in the meantime, I'm, I'm meeting my my potential best friend, Brian, through a third party um, business that that I didn't know that we shared people with like that I've known for 20 years. So you're always mm-hmm. just one degree of separation away from somebody important in your life. So really? I was like, you know, I'll just do this because my job is stressful and I can do this. I think mm-hmm. this would be fun. Well, that I didn't last very long at that job. I had a conversation with the vice president. I said, you know, what? I just don't feel like I'm built for this there are people that are built for this and maybe 10, 15 years ago, I was built for this, but I think I just know too much. I just can't do the corporate thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And he's like, so are you quitting? And I said, I didn't quite think it through because you have bills, you know, and, right. a good pick. and I said, I think I am. I think I'd like to put in my two weeks notice. And he's super sweet about it. And he's like, man, I'm really sorry. It didn't work out. You know? Hi. So I said, okay, no problem. I go ahead. I, um, I go home and I tell everyone that I, quit my job. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go over well. No. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I said, I have, I have no idea what I'm going to do. This wasn't plan. I did have money in savings. So I was okay for a while, but, right. but still it was like, it was not a long-term, like, I don't know what, I was just p- compelled a hundred percent to say, I have to quit. I can't be here anymore. It was in my gut. It was in my heart. I was crying at night and the job wasn't even that hard. It's right. just not a job I wanted to do. There was just right. something else that was pulling me forward. And then I, I prayed, you know, I was praying every night. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, Oh my gosh, you need to make a film. You know, some film guys that I had worked with for a long time, like in the marketing right. company I had, I had worked for. And I was like, You what's what does the world need now? Like, I would just say, you know, I am your vessel. Like, tell me what I can do. Just and then I had this entire plan by like 6 a.m. I ended up calling um, my best friend at the time and I just said, you're not going to believe like, she's like, I know you seem lost because she still had the job and I was yeah. gone. And she's like, things are not the same, you know? And uh, I said, I had a dream and I guess I'm just going to, I'm going to do a film. She's like, Oh my God, girl, do you even know like film? <laughs> like, do you even know?" I said, yes, I know a whole team. They're amazing. They've only done film. They do yeah. cinematic film. And I just feel like I, there's a story to be told here. And she's like, what are you going to talk about? And I said, PTSD. And she goes, everyone's <laughs> got PTSD, she said. And she was joking. She's like, everyone's yeah. got PTSD. We can all relate. And yeah. she's like, girl, what are you going to do? You know, like the whole thing. And You're I right. would, I talked to her back and forth. And I said, no, I, I really think. And remember, this is 16, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 16, early 17. And I thought.
0: Yep, it was 16. I, yep.
2: I was like, man, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody who who has PTSD. Right. Really? I didn't know. <laughs> Apparently I did. I had no idea. So, so some things are happening in my life where I'm just feeling like there is, there's something bigger here. And all I knew was that it was going to work out. And, and that's basically what my dream said is like, you're going to do a film. It's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of healing. The world needs it. Don't worry about anything. It's all going to work out.
1: Right.
2: I didn't know that films cost a half a million to a million dollars. Nobody told me that. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Like I was just, you know, and I was like documentary films, who watches those? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like it was just the whole thing. And at the end of the day, it was really, it was really amazing. And so I'll just kind of get into some of the stuff. So, yeah. so you were pretty much at the beginning.
0: Yeah. I was at the very beginning. Like, <laughs> because, I think you filmed yourself by then.
2: <laughs> oh, that was really at the very beginning. That yeah. was 20 minutes of therapy that my director yeah. did not need to see. Yeah, And so that's what actually ended up happening. So here's, so here's how the story starts and I'll try to move through it real quick. Right. All right. So I, I'm having dinner with that same girlfriend. Right. Um, she misses dinner. She has her family coming to town. She forgets to call me. Basically I drive 40 minutes cause I'm in Larson, Wisconsin at the time I live on a LA. lake and I'm going into Appleton, downtown Appleton. And uh, I'm dressed up. I'm looking cute. I'm like, Oh, it's going to be great date night with my best friend. You know, it's going to be great. She doesn't show up Mm -hmm. and I call her and it's like 15 minutes late. And I call her and she goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. My family showed up like they're bringing their big family. And she's like, I'm just going to have dinner with them. I'm so sorry, Kim. Like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, that's okay. Whatever. So here's me, you know, looking cute at Lombardi (laughs) steakhouse, Hanging out at the bar by myself going, okay, it's a 40 minute drive. I'm really hungry. I should probably get something to eat, but I wasn't sure I was going to stay there because it's a supper club. Like what am I going to do there? Right. This older gentleman comes up to me and he's probably in his late seventies, maybe. And, um, he's finishing like the game is ending. I think the Packers won. So everybody's in a good mood. You know how that goes in Wisconsin. Oh yeah. And, uh, and he looks at me and I look, I must've looked distraught or like trying to come up with a plan. Like, who do I know I can call? And I had my friend Brenda who was there, but you know, everybody's got families, And I was like, all right, I think I'm just going to go home. And so I had set the intention. I'm just going to go back home and figure it out or I'll stop by, you know, quick trip and grab something to Mm -hmm. to eat like a snack or whatever, looking cute, which was a disappointment. Right. (laughs) So, so he, he's standing next to me and he's like, he's like, "Um, are you okay? Like, are you waiting for someone? And I said, I said, yeah, actually I was. And my date, my date canceled on me. She had family and it, or however that, you know, exchange goes, right. I think it changes every time I tell the story just a little bit where it's like, you know, yeah. anyway, he was super sweet and he's just like, well, you know, the game just finished and back to on. <laughs> And I was here with a bunch of people and they all left and I was getting ready to head back to green Bay. And, um, but I hadn't eaten. Would you, I don't know. Did, did you want to get a salad or, you know, do you want to eat with me? And I was like, huh? Okay. He's like, yeah. I mean, you know, you waste a perfectly good Good dinner or outfit you know on so we went to go sit down and uh each had a salad and he was like so what brings you here and and it was the craziest thing because remember that was the morning i had the dream yeah that was the morning he had the dream yeah it was the morning i had the dream so now i have a conversation mm-hmm. that would have been very different than if it would have been the day before right and yeah. so he's like what are you doing i said actually i think i'm gonna make a film about um trauma post-traumatic stress and he's like why on earth would you do that you know And I said, "Um, I just think that the world needs the messages. And I told him about my experience in the the morning. He was a God-fearing man. So I was like, all right, you know, okay. And he said, wow, that seems like a big endeavor, you know, basically. And he's like, how are you going to do that? I'm like, you know what? I'm not really sure, but I just feel like it's going to work out. I have this film crew that I've known for like seven years. They do excellent work. They have a great reputation. Um, I haven't even asked them yet, but I feel like, you know, I have $11,000 budget. I should be able to do this. (laughs) I'm doing that film, and he's like, "Oh, eleven grand." Yeah, that's, you need like two hundred thousand. <laughs> oh no, like four, two, two times that at least. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> so and, so anyway, the the bottom line was is that I was really like I must have looked very ambitious, and right. he's like, "So so why do you think you need to do a film about that?" And this is this is where the weirdness happens. I don't know this gentleman at all. Right. He feels safe, so I'm like, okay, and I told him about my experience when I was ten, right? And he was like at dinner, if I could have given you a, f- a face, he turned pale. He was tan and he turned pale. And he was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You were just a child. How could that happen to you? And he's like having this emotion, emotional moment. And yeah. here's me, the ironclad lady who I'm just telling the story, who I just never even knew I was going to say the story. He just asked me why. And I said it right. That sprung a series of things that had happened that just, I, that I didn't, I didn't know what going to happen. Like I had no idea. Like I just said the story and I thought, oh, that's no big deal. Okay. Wow. That seems I'm driving home. Not, not a thing, not a problem, whatever. Go home that night. Not a problem. Wake up in the morning. I get a call at like nine 30. He's on his private plane on his way to New York. And he says, I thank you for giving me your phone number. I just want to let you know. I did not sleep at all last night. In fact, I feel a little bit traumatized by myself. And he's like, I think this film needs to be told. What can I do to help? Yeah. Yeah you know, he knows $11,000 is not enough money, but that's what I had earmarked for whatever I thought was going to, you know, I thought that we'd just do this, whatever it turned into a, a a major production.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
2: he helped to finance it, which was awesome from the beginning. And, um, and we grew a relationship over like five years. Um, he helped, uh, in the financing of, of quite a few things, quite a few projects, at least as first money in, you know, to make sure we could Mm -hmm. get off the, um, get off the ground. And, um, he became an executive producer. we, we became family and, um, and that's, that's pretty much so, you know, like, let me just go. I know that just kind of like skimmed over the whole thing.
0: No, but it's, there was a lot more, but I mean, just to get get started with it, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I had no idea that it was difficult to raise money for movies. Mm. I had no idea that it was difficult to find a good film crew that you could trust. I didn't know that it was going to be difficult to reach out. And I'm just saying that, that that's what people would have told me. Yeah. But none of that was difficult. I, yeah. I did my own research, um, but then it gets like kind of weird because now I've opened up my own can of worms with my own voice in my robotic corporate Kim voice as yeah. I'm telling him things and seeing his reaction to me. Um, and to see his reaction to me was the first time I got reflection of that event. I had no idea. I was like, yeah. I wasn't talking about it. I wasn't thinking about it. It wasn't a thing that I was like concerned over. And that happens to a lot of people as we were making the film why, why, you know, people are like, well, how could I live my whole life and not know?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: if you're in the military, we talk about that in the film. Why? If, I mean, we've had first responders that we have a short film on conscious content, content YouTube. He's a fireman for 33 years and he had no idea that PTSD was a real thing. 33 right. years. He had no idea, no idea. And then when you start, so here's what happens when you are open to things mm-hmm. and that kind of popped out. It was my body reacting to it in like this very kind of corporate drone like way Mm -hmm. to say the message to somebody where they could feel empowered by my story without me taking away their emotion because that experience was for him it wasn't for me exactly and I didn't I didn't know that at the time now my experience started the next day yeah and I freaked out because I suddenly was having memories flashing back, flashing back, flashing back, flashing back. And that's what we talk about in the in the film. Yeah. Daffodils are daffodils, the flower, the beautiful yellow flower that we love in spring and April, mm-hmm. um, end of March, April in Wisconsin, which flood the, the city. Everything that's beautiful was a trigger for a gentleman that we interviewed. He wow. remembered something from when he was five, four, five and six when he was human trafficked. Had no wow. daffodils. So you just don't know. Mine Mm -hmm. happened to be the reaction of another human being and interaction and, and set the course. But I didn't, even that night I slept well. I didn't know. I didn't think much of it. I thought, Oh, I'm still on my journey talking to my best friend at the time. And, And then uh, the director came to the house and we were talking about things. He's like, I think you should tell your story. This seems like a really interesting story. He's like, Mm -hmm. there's a big trigger warning on it for everybody. He's like, but I think we can work through that. So why don't we interview you? So I helped him set up in my sunroom, which had like, it was just beautiful. And, um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about why I'm doing this. But the truth is, Deid, is I had no idea what I was actually doing. I had no Mm -hmm. idea why I had the dream. I didn't know why I was having recall. I didn't know how I met this gentleman. I didn't know anything. And you know that well, because I, I told well. you, I have no idea what I'm doing.
0: Yep. You did. I mean, cause we met during that period and <laughs> an event that was not happening. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was crazy. Cool. And so, and so, so now we have this gentleman, right. Who yeah. is good energy, totally yeah. organic. And then yeah. I am as the, as I'm going in now I'm trauma reacting. Right. And I go on forums and I'm trying to learn about how to finance an entire film
1: right. because
2: he said that he said at very high level, you know, I can help you, but I didn't know what that meant. Right. I just thought I have no job. I'm about to go into this endeavor. I have 11 grand. I, everybody is playing well with me. The The, the film guys were like, yes, we'll help you. I called some of them, uh, Dr. Warden and Barry um, Goldstein. Barry Goldstein mm-hmm. is like a Grammy award winning.
0: It's amazing. Um,
2: yeah. Yep. Uh, Yep, yeah, he did our music. Um but at the time we, I didn't know. I just called them and she was a doctor, a naturopathic doctor and she knew me from when I had my center, right. you know, and I just thought who can I call? And I hadn't talked to her in like seven years and I hadn't seen Barry in like 5. Right. And so I just I told them what I was going to do and so everybody is like, "Yes, I'm yes, I'm very interested in what you're doing. Yes, there's a need for this." And so I started my list and I was like, "Okay, I have a doctor. So I have a medical board. I have the music. I have the film crew. I have $11,000. I am getting this done. Like it's going to happen. And and so that still wasn't part of the story. So as I'm still interviewing people trying to understand, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to act as a project manager, just like I would for any marketing company. And I'm going to get who we're going to interview. And every time I would talk to people and hear their story, more of my, like, whatever it was buried inside of me was like starting, I was starting to twitch. Yeah. Is how it felt. I was like, okay, this doesn't seem right. Like, why am I, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had written in the past, but I didn't really write And be, you know, we have cell phones. So I would make notes to myself right, or text my friends and just say, you know what, I'm feeling kind of weird. Like, I don't understand what's happening, you know, and slowly, but surely Brian through this app, remember I quit my job yeah. and I have this app. I'm starting to have this group of friends talking over this sports app. It sounds weird without a sports app. I didn't, I wasn't a big sports fan, but it was bringing in some really great, cool, high level people from all over the world together, at least over the United States. And he was in Florida and I was in Wisconsin, We had some people from Minnesota. They were all over. Right. And my old best friend from when I was 19 knew him because she was married to his old business partner, like 20 years ago. So there's just those weird things happening. So in this, in the, while I'm doing all of this traumatic research, if you will, mm-hmm. I'm building new relationships with new people right. that are supportive in a different way where I'm just like, huh, I, I don't really, I can't, I can't tell you why all of these things were happening simultaneously, but they were.
1: Right. And now I
2: I'm feeling like I know why now, because Brian's in my life full time. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of magic happening. We've yeah. done some, and there's so much tragedy that's happened too. So I don't want to say, Oh, guess what? You know, high vibration. I just see it to come as high vibrations wins. Yes, it it does, but you have to go into the depths of hell in order to really see things as they, as they are. So you can know how you can help. Yeah. So for me, I, I was, you know, building this relationship over here. I have this new older person who I looked at as a mentor. I didn't really know him well. And as I got to know him, he runs a a nearly a billion dollar company in Wisconsin. And I just didn't know, but he was very savvy
0: about right. finances.
2: And so as I was speaking to him and one of the very first things he said is you got to go get yourself a business manager. I'm not going to do that. I'm the money guy, but you know, and also at the same time as well, I'm on these forums going, how do I get financing for films? Right. And so I belonged to this executive thing. Of course I had an executive title, so it was no, problem. and I was, you know, I, I didn't have a company yet, but I was the, I was the producer. If you right. will, my film guy said, I was the producer of this new film that hasn't been made. So you need to go out and get some money. And I right. said, okay, so I'm doing that. So I'm belonging to some of these forums and these people are coming out of the woodwork. They're like, yes, I'd love to finance, but you know, whatever. And I thought, okay, great. So I had some um, teleconferences with some people from New York and, and I met some people. And then I talked to you and said, I have these choices. Mm-hmm. And what did you say to it?
0: Well, it was weird. Cause it was in the new beginning of my career. And right. I wasn't knowing and my head kept flipping as hard as it could. It kept flipping. And I'm like, whoever's like flipping to the, to the East is coming to you. They flip it all over. I can remember telling, but I felt like I'd whiplash and I just knew it was the guy in New York. You know? <laughs> so it was weird. Cause that was an all day reading. Yeah. Well, so, so the guy
2: in New York was the guy on the plane who's actually from Wisconsin. But when I told you he was flying to New York and I said, he was flying to, he was on his plane telling me I didn't
0: sleep last night. I think I need to help you. And my head kept whiplashing. And you knew by that point, you were like, I know which one I'm going to go with, blah, blah, blah. And I went, I have no clue what I just told you. (laughs) I have no faith in myself. I have no clue, blah, blah, blah. And 24 hours it was hours later it was but
2: i had faith in you because i didn't know the difference yeah you know because we need need people yeah we need people in our life to just say you know well, what do you think well if you don't have anything invested in it but you also are i think everybody can be psychically inclined but most people suppress it um Mm -hmm. or we just have too much trauma in order to like really trust ourselves. Um, So I allowed my trauma, if you will, back in 2013, going back or Mm -hmm. 2008, after the house fire happened, Mm
0: -hmm. I allowed
2: my trauma, which I didn't know. I'm just going back, just like thinking of the lessons I'm learning now Um, Mm -hmm. with $241, I rented a place behind a gallery and I started doing like crystal readings Yeah, And my husband at the time was like, I don't understand what you're doing. He's like, you know, are you a witch or something like what Mm -hmm. did you were you always like this? I don't understand. And I was like, I think I always have been. But there's there's something special happening here. So I'm just I needed to get a place out of the house because, you know, I had kids and a husband and and I was used to being gone, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. And I said, I think I need to go rent just like a small studio where I could just try to figure some things out and maybe have some quiet time. Right. And um, two hundred forty-one dollars. She goes. That's all you have. That's all you're going to use of our household money. That's it. And I was like, okay. And that was fair, you know. Yeah. Our house is burning down. I don't have a job because of two thousand eight. I have two hundred forty-one dollars. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with that? So I went to this gallery, and there was a little rental place and it says for rent. And I just said, hey, I, you know, I, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do yet, but it looks like there's for rent and. This place is for rent. And he was kind of a jerk to me. And he goes, yeah, if you got 200 bucks, you can rent in the back. And I went, I got 200 bucks. I said, hold on. Can I just write a check? That's back when people wrote checks. And he's like, yeah, of course. And I said, is there a lease? He goes, no, you can just a month to month. I was like, okay, sounds good. You know, and, and then some other weird things happened. Like I had crystals, crystals in the, in the, my backyard started talking to me and there was like just weird things that were happening. And then I would start collecting crystals. And the very first crystal I got from the place downtown Appleton was a rose quartz necklace. Okay. And I, um, when I went in there, she's like, Oh, the, your vibes will tell you which one you need. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, <laughs> cause I wasn't really like not understanding that I was right. like, okay. So I walk in and I, and she's like, just hover your hands over if you've ever been to that place in downtown Appleton, you know, that they've got a hundred million different things and every case is like a different crystal with different jewelry and stuff. So right. I started, so I started going through it and, um, I landed on this Rose ports pendant. I just thought, all right, it worked. It yeah. So, so, um, uh, I, yeah. I used the pen, I used the pendant, sorry. I used the pendant, and um, it literally was like helping me to meditate and to to guide through the whole thing. And I allowed that. And I, I actually ended up selling that pendant because I got it in two thousand eight. I sent it. It was the first pendant that I sold at my new store that I didn't know that I was going to open up inside that little two hundred square foot place in the back of this gallery. Right. And I sold this to this woman who became a really good friend of mine. So I thought, okay, there's something weird that's happening to this. And that little store in the back ended up ended up. Uh, providing me all of these people that came into my life that were starting to explain to me why I was going through what I was going through. And I took all that information and all of, all of my, which led eventually into the shamanism, which is a whole different show because it's over an hour right now. Right. Um, You know um, to, to get to the place where I was at. And then when I had finally had that meeting with, with the gentleman and it released whatever that was with my new found purpose, which I didn't know was my new found purpose at this time. I just knew it, it dominated my gut on a regular basis and said, you have to do this regardless of whatever it is, like it's for you, but it's for other people. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the film was going to be about me and I was very uncomfortable with that. And that didn't feel right either. Right. But the but the day that I, that he interviewed me, the director interviewed me, it was about 22 minutes. I still have the video and I'll, I'll never probably get rid of the video. It was shot on an old iPhone, like five or something or four or whatever. Right. At least for me. Um, I cried and that is unleashed everything that it was. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I am not well.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is
2: after I'd gone through my shamanic journey. I thought mm-hmm. I have accomplished everything I need to accomplish. I'm good. Oh, yeah. no, that was actually just allowing me to see that healing was possible right? because I could see it through other people that I was helping or that yeah. people were helping themselves through me as a catalyst, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so now I'm doing this film and uh, I realize it's not about me. I have all of the people, parts, places, and things, including you.
0: Yeah, I'm one... in the extra somewhere. You're... Well, so
2: here's the thing. <laughs> Before okay. we, well, we knew we knew that what the film was going to be about, right? We talked right. about what the film was going to be about, and right. you were one of the very first. You were working at a crystal shop,
0: I think. I was I was going there a lot. I was spending a lot of time there. I was always there. I was working for crystals. Just... <laughs>
2: So your interview was awesome, right? Right. But we we had it test marketed later between. It wasn't um, going to work there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was interesting. So we, you are definitely extra. You have I'm one of extra. one of the fifty six additional pieces that are outside of the film yeah. of the of the final cut. It was very important because your story was beautiful, and yeah. it's, it was a lot like mine. And the more people that we interviewed that had been on a path, their stories were really similar, yeah. and only similar, not in the circumstances, but in the process of what they were feeling. Right. right? They were feeling that, that um, their journey was worth it. And the people that we interviewed in there were helping other people. So if you watch our film, it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. The only place it's available still, I think is on Roku. We've we pulled it off of everywhere else because we're going to be doing a conscious content app where we'll have a pay it forward model. So you can share it, you can watch it, and then you can pay it forward to someone else and and share it with your network because we do believe, especially um, the conscious content brand is bringing awareness and education to most of humanity. Mm -hmm. And that's a really big number. Brian says it's a really big number. So Mm -hmm. how can you do that? You can do that through a pay it forward app. And that's being, it's being built right now. Um, But the bottom line is light in the darkness was, was, was a, was a foreshadowing of everything that we are supposed to do. And remember, because you need a light in the darkness when you're going down all of the dark rabbit holes of telling stories for people. Didn't. And, and some of our, some of our crew actually was going through a healing process, which they didn't know that they had problems as they're listening with their headphones and they're filming the people. Yeah. They're having their own experiences, which was magical. I haven't talked about this in 12 years and I had no idea. And, and, uh, Brian also says, and I'm going to quote him all the time because there's just a lot of things. Like I have my own quotes too, which he quotes, but for him, he's like, I didn't know that every decision I'd ever made was through the lens of trauma. Mm-hmm. Until you start to go through the healing process, then you can do better. It doesn't mean you're completely healed. I don't. I think that that's actually why all of us are here. Yeah. I think we're all here to go through a healing journey. And light in the darkness gives you permission to know that you're not alone.
0: And that is what it's about. And I think it gives you permission to heal, you know, because I will tell you, and I don't think this is something you knew, is back when you guys filmed me, I was still what I call a survivor, which mm-hmm. meant... It happened. I put it behind me. I lived through it. I went on. I didn't go digress to figure out the healing portion and it very much showed in there. But within a year I was in a mentoring to deal with my crap to heal. Right. And that actually made me aware of, Holy crap. Somebody sees that. I have a story without talking to me. This is a story. I have no clue what the story means. It doesn't mean anything to me anymore because I've survived it. But it forced me to to really bring a lot of things to the surface now to go heal from them. And right. people don't realize that that's what that film does. Whether you're in it, a part of it, or watching it. So so there's something that I want
2: to. I, I printed some notes which I forwarded to you, and I oh. just want to. I just want to give everybody. No, no, it's fine. I'm going to go through it. But I, I I emailed them to you last night just so you can have them. Um, just so you know, but Mondays, I, I
0: don't do anything, but get ready. And no, no,
2: no, no, it's, it's, it's fine. I didn't want to oh. forget, but oh, but I God. wanted to tell you, you know, we're in a, in a post pandemic. Yeah. At least for now we're in a post pandemic world right now. Right? right. And so I just want, I just want to tell people there's been more anxiety, more depression, more PTSD, more substance abuse, more sleep, uh, mo- uh, more sleep disturbances, more grief, global grief pandemic grief whatever more economic stress um more child abuse more human trafficking uh, brought to our attention more domestic violence um abuse um then i can i think that in, in history and i feel like the way that it is is because we were all grieving something that happened in 2020 and it brought up a lot of wounds for us yeah and so we thought for sure we were gonna we we're going to release the film in 2020. And then we had a personal tragedy which took us to our knees, and we ended up writing a book. So I'm gonna say so we also made the a book. book is
0: awesome, yeah. Yeah.
2: So we made a book. I just have it here. Um, and we made a book uh to help us work through our own grief. But everyone was grieving, no matter who you were, what age you were. Everyone was grieving a previous version of our life that no longer existed. Right. So. And, and we were set to do a theatrical release like, release like The Sound of Freedom did recently, which they were like number one in the box, box office, the one about human trafficking, right. which basically opened up the door. But those kind of films didn't really exist. Mm-hmm. They were, certainly weren't in theaters. So we d- we're going to do a 700 theater run, which we actually write about. And then the pandemic hit. Right. It was April 15th. We got notification that said all theaters are, are closing down. And we thought, OK, what are we going to do now? So we thought, oh, we'll release it on Amazon for a little bit because people are really going to need to heal. They're really going to need to heal for sure. Right. Well, guess what? There's also, it's also an election year. Yeah. Nope. Nobody wanted to heal. Everybody wanted to watch CNN, which was just dumb. Yeah. I'm just going to say that like it's, there's, mm-hmm. it's all fake news. So people were, so we're, we're releasing a book during the, um during the election, we're trying to release the film during a pandemic and it's just not working. Right. And we're like, this information really matters. Like how, this is our purpose why is this so difficult why is this all so difficult i just don't understand and and so we just got we had this like incessant need to just keep doing moving forward and as long as we continue to have funding we ended mm-hmm. up making five major documentaries feature documentaries they're all international award-winning all of them mm-hmm. in fact Lay in the darkness has 24 laurels from six different countries um, we have a an animal wellness film um, called Rescue Stories: Saving Companion Animals, which we're going to be launching for shortly on our app. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one about work, about the workplace and how the workplace has changed and how um, the social um, contract between employees and and um, and work has is, is been like fractured and people are literally killing themselves working, uh, mm-hmm. which is a real thing. Did you did you know that work is the number one killer of people? That, that yeah, it's just the number I- one.
0: I yeah. think I just energetically know it. And I'm like, I retired and I'm like, it's the best thing I could do. And they said, why? Because it was killing me literally.
2: Killing
0: me. And oh. and pe-
2: people can absolutely relate to that. But mm-hmm. but here's the thing is that, that what happened, all of those things I was telling you about mental health yeah. issues that I was just describing, people were already feeling that before it happened in 2020, but mm-hmm. now it's actually, now it's actually multiplied to a level where, where it used to be. Now old statistics in 20, 2021 were, were that There was about 8% of the population um, of people had PTSD. But the truth is, if you look up, just statistically look up, how many people in the world have experienced a traumatic event? Do you have any idea what that percentage is?
0: It's got to be close to 100%.
2: Well, I would say it is definitely 100%, but statistically right. speaking, it says it's only 70%. No. I don't know one person that has not had experience with tragic no.
0: events. No, because I'm thinking the only people I can exclude are like people in third world countries that live in a utopia. And even them have had a family killed by a leopard or of something. Of course. yes. Yeah, so know what
2: I, mean? so I, I feel like it's fair to say without having any statistical data, just stating for 100%. for my own 100 yeah, percent of people will be experiencing one or many of the symptoms i just talked to you about and ptsd is given by a clinician that tells you it it, they'll if you go to get seen if you Mm -hmm. at least ever go to get seen most people won't most it's been proven that men don't Right. And then Don't go. And um, we worked with like the National Tactical Officers Association, SWAT members, uh, first responders, firefighters, those kind of things. They will never tell you that they they said never let you never let them see you sweat ever, because the first thing they're going to take is your badge and you're gone. And if that's how you identify in your life, if that's your life purpose, because service people are born to be. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Um, people, um, people are born to be service was watching work. yeah. um, service workers. Um, they, they, the, there's a special type of breed that are nurses, a special type of breed that is, you know, doing things. Um, mm-hmm. What's up, Brian? <laughs> All right. No problem. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's quite a, there's, there's quite a few um, people in the in the fire service and, and first and they they don't talk about it and a majority of them are actually men
1: mm-hmm. and
2: um men's health or men's suicide is like up a thousand percent just in la county like it's just right. like in it's it's crazy so there's just a lot of things that are happening and i was going to talk about ptsd for just one second yeah. so a lot of people will say ptsd in in um like oh that feels like a ptsd moment or you know they'll say it in in just joking, I guess. But, the, right. but the, truth, the truth is, is if you're talking about PTSD and you're referencing that, you need to take a deeper dive because even though you're making light of it or you're witnessing it, there's probably something that needs, requires your attention. Um, and PTSD is actually a diagnosis, according to Dr. Warden, if it's been, if you've been seen by a clinician and this, your symptoms, your consistent symptoms of all of these things we talked about are over 30 days. Yeah. So just think about that. How much can actually change in 30 days? Unless um, you're, yeah. So unless you're doing something like a brain spotting, or you're doing any kind of uh, brain work, or or anything like that, which a lot of people don't know that there's a lot of really great tools that are out there in mm-hmm. order to help help people. Yeah. Um, we've referenced that also in the film. I'm just trying <laughs> to look and to see what some of the
0: um, mental health. Of- Oh, a lot ahead. of people think that you have to go to medication or you have to go to certain ways to get through this. And there really is so many different avenues to get through PTSD and to bring yourself back to health.
2: Yes, they're really and, I have a I have a whole list of them, but I think what I'm going to do is give them to you and you, maybe you can put them in the show notes.
0: I can definitely do. Yeah, I can. Definitely yeah, do that later. Cause, yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I, I reference I reference all the things. But the first thing that I would say is just to talk to somebody. And it could be a friend. But the truth is, is most of our friends are not licensed clinicians and we don't really know. Um, my son currently is um, using better health. He's mm-hmm. 25, just like every 25 year old. They're 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 lacking direction. He's an amazing, very intelligent person. But he's just lacking. You know, there's just we're just there's just not enough. I don't know what, what it is. I'm
0: lacking directions. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, he used, he used a service for anonymity, like um, better health. I mean, that's just one thing that he said he had a great experience for, and I think it's available to everybody. I don't know how much yeah. it costs, but, um, but talking to people, I know brain spotting works. I know getting your gut right. If
1: mm-hmm. you get, do
2: you know that a lot of mental health issues are because our gut is not right? So, I believe
0: that. Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's actually your first brain. And your yeah. gut is going to tell your mind like what's going on. So the sicker your mind is, just look at your gut first. What are you eating? What are you consuming? What are you putting into your body?
1: Right.
2: Um, are you eating clean? Are you eating with intention? Are mm-hmm. you clearing yourself at night with uh, with other people's junk that you don't need, like that kind mm-hmm. of thing? Those are all just just uh, you know very high level simplified things that you can do. Um, but for me. I think mine is like talking. I write, Mm -hmm. I use a vibrating plate. Like I have those like vibrating plate that moves, that clears out your lymphatic system. That Mm -hmm. actually helps a lot. And at the bottom line is that there are so many things that you can do to make yourself not make yourself, but you can allow yourself Mm -hmm. to, um, to work through um, Mm -hmm. if you're just patient you know, your patient. But the other thing I would say is that we always feel like we're alone. And I feel like the truth is, is that everybody is going through something. Yeah. Even if they show it differently on social media, Mm -hmm. they're not going to tell you about, I mean, I don't post negative stuff on social media period, because that is like, again, tethered. I don't want my, I don't want that energy to be immersed out into the world. Mm -hmm. There's many people that do, but there are forums that are built for that. There are, you know, friends and family that if they're willing to listen, there's lots of resources out there that you can, that you can use um, in order to, you know, learn to, to feel better, just to be patient with yourself. But Mm -hmm. I do think, I do think, I think the last thing that I'm probably going to say is, is just come to the term, just come to terms with your life that you'll never stop growing right? and that the lessons will never stop coming. And that's literally why you're on the earth school Mm -hmm. is to do exactly that.
0: Exactly. And And so it just never ends. And we've talked so much about light in the darkness and and that because I know that's where your my journey started even though you had this huge journey ahead of time. What people aren't realizing is that yeah you've done this great amazing thing and that really shows so much about spirit coming in and changing your life which is what what this shows a lot about like hey who resonates with Kim, but it has now created a whole company, and I know you touched on that but it's created a whole company that. And your films are going against these people who've got millions of dollars into apes or whatever. And your your intention is set out there is now changing the world. You know, and I know you've got more than you in this now. I know it's Brian and your crew and a board. And it went from one lady that had a dream, literally, to that's so <laughs> what true. Developed. Yeah. And people don't realize, and it's so funny because if you could have watched the first part of the show, because I always use Neil Dime Walsh's book, because I love Neil Dunn. Somebody sent it to me. I love this book. And I'm opening it up. I'm going, why the heck do you have me talking about this today? And it's like, wow, it's, it's really what you've done. You've started to vibrate to your own, your own energy. And look at what you've done because you vibrated and you allowed it to happen.
2: Yeah. So the allowing is the hardest part for most people. We just, Mm -hmm. we, um, you know, generate two generations ago, everybody went to work, everybody went home, everybody did the same routine. We all lived in the suburbs. We all drove the, you know what I mean? Like that was Mm -hmm. what we had, but that's what we were programmed to do. That's when the programming really started for a lot of people. And now we're trying to unprogram ourselves. Right. And, and the more unprogramming you do, the scarier it can be, but the more wholesome, the more whole, the more authentic, the more Mm -hmm. everything that you'll be. And we are made for so much more than we, that we, than we've been told we are so much more powerful and there's some crazy. And I just want to give you, I'll have to look at this. Okay. And I'm probably going to regret saying this, but if you look up, there's some statistic out there that says when a person passes Mm -hmm. and the DMT is released and they're going to, to, to home, they're going back to source. There's enough electricity in the body through that soul experience to light up three, Full city blocks from one human.
0: I would believe that.
2: So that, that. and we're harnessing that we're holding onto it our entire living life and we never use it. So mm-hmm. the light in the darkness, the light inside of your cells, even when, when you're consummated, like when the egg and the sperm, the second the sperm goes in the light, the there's literally the egg illuminates Yeah, this light around it. And so that never goes away. It just looks a little bit different, but I, I just don't feel like we know what our real history is. I don't feel like we know what we're really capable of and nobody's telling us. And right. uh, we're busy fighting or watching news, which just shut off the news. That's my. <laughs> just shut it off. There's never no, really watched news and bad so things long. are going to happen. You don't want to know anyway, like right. go live your life, go live your life. Don't live in fear. Like just go live your life and be the best version of yourself. Cause that's just really that's really why you're here is to go and make interactions with people and, and, um, you know, stop staying in the house all day, like go out to the store. I don't know. And people who aren't MPCs, they're going to connect with you. You know, yeah. and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to exchange something with you. And that's, and and you just never know where that's going to take you. You could go, think you're going to an appointment, um, to go hang out for dinner with your best friend and, and it leads you down an entire path. And had I not gone or had she messaged me and said, Hey, I'm not going to be there. Don't go. Yeah, I wouldn't have driven 40 minutes, and it wouldn't have changed my life. So, it just there are moments like that. If you're paying attention, you just say yes to it, even if it Mm -hmm. doesn't. Especially when it doesn't make sense. Maybe that's when you should say
0: yes. And I think that's where the key is, because I am going to bring up the day that we met a little bit more. Perfect. It because to me, I still reference back to that day for different things, and people go, "Why?" And I'm like, because that was the first event I ever signed up for myself. I was terrified. I brought a friend, you know, friends with, they didn't sit us next to each other. I was even more scared. I'm at a wellness psychic fair with a lady selling lip gloss going, what the hell is going on here (laughs) talking about PTSD. And I'm going, huh. And then remember people were leaving because nobody was showing up because I think they advertised the wrong weekend. And we sat there all day going, why the hell are we here? But yet you and I and a few other people chose not to leave for whatever reason. That's you right. Yeah. Who knows for yep. you to go, Hey, how about you give me a reading? I'll give you two lip glosses bet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously you overpaid, but at that time, <laughs> but me going, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And it was a great practice to me. I always look back and went, wow, this was a day for me that I bridged out of my own. You did. And then you just set my name everywhere. You know what I mean? So for me, that day was like huge for me, but that day also changed your life. You know I mean? It was a part of it. And people don't realize that sometimes it's the smallest things and the quirkiest environments Yeah. that you go, wait a second. Yeah. Let's look back. So that same day I had a tarot card reading. Yes, you did.
2: Yep. And it said by the age of 52, I was going to write a book. And do you other big things. Yep that um, that we're going to help people heal, mm-hmm. and that things that I couldn't even imagine we're going not to worry. Right. I, I still somewhere on one of my old phones uh, that mm-hmm. were saved to the cloud. I still have that reading,
0: wow. recorded,
2: and and I'm and and I remember it. So so even when you think that there's things that are inconsequential or you feel like aren't really important or you're insecure, or whatever, but you say something to somebody, it can change the entire trajectory of their life. Or when they're feeling doubt they go back and say oh that person reflected that in me and now i guess i need to step up i need to step up and so i think that that's what i mean i know that i like in in this hour and a half almost there's like we just touched on the surface of right it's like you should really talk about the film which which hopefully i i did the film some justice it's a it's a really beautiful film like i said you can watch it on roku right now just look up light in the darkness yes um, and it'll eventually be pulled off a of roku and put exclusively on our app as it's being built but but for now for people who need to see it if you have a roku tv just watch it and, yeah. and see if you can relate to it the other uh, resource that i want to give everybody is the light in the darkness experience
1: yes
2: i'll provide you that um that website. Uh, for sure, for sure. actually, you know what it's on
0: consciouscontent.org. I put, and I put consciouscontent.org up there already because you can find everything there guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that,
2: that site's about to change. So, right. so yes, it's going to be, it's going to be a subscription based pay for model. And he's Jason's working on it right now. Right. Um, for right now, you can go to light in the darkness experience, which I think is a tab on the top and that's a totally free experience. It took me about 200 hours to complete mm-hmm. a lot of different, um, interviews are on there. Um, where you can, you can see things, you can relate, there's questions um, for you, resources, you can get our book, you can watch the film, like there's just so many things that are available on there. And even when I was making that I was making it during the during the post pandemic kind of thing where I don't know why I'm spending all this money, time and energy into putting this experience together. But now that I am here, and people say, what's a good resource that's in alignment, you can go to the light in the darkness experience. And it's, yeah. it's right there. It's right there for you to learn. And
0: and when they show up there again, there's other there's other films, there's other resources on that website. And there. please take a moment because Kim and Brian and their board and their filmmakers, and I'm assuming you still have all your same filmmakers for some reason yep. because I keep seeing them in my head. I'm like, I know they gotta be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, um,
2: okay. can I just talk about that for a second? Yeah, I think today they were releasing, they did a film called All Who Wanders. Okay. And they, during the pandemic, they all rented or um, all uh, bought RVs and traveled the country with it. Some oh. of which, while they were filming some of our, pre, all of our future films, they were filming pieces in their RVs. And it's called All Who, all Who Wanders. I'll provide you that link as well. But it's about to go, um, it's about to uh, go into distribution and it's really cool. It's, and they're, they're amazing cinematographers. Their, their name is Shaman Motion Pictures. And they they are doing phenomenal work. But they worked with us in partnership for um, six years, five years, five years with us. And uh, future films will be done with them as well. So it's yeah. just, it's just uh, now we just have over 275 films total that we've done, um, including all of the little pieces and parts that go to the major films. But five major films, all award winning. And I we're keep really seeing- grateful to them.
0: And I hate to do this to you, Kim. Are you willing to accept what I'm getting in my head? (laughs) Coming back? (laughs) You're not coming to Wisconsin. You're good.
2: (laughs) No, no. I mean, coming
0: back on a podcast. (laughs) Well, I just see you uh, writing another or doing another film. Really more about living in your flow and the reality of what that is.
2: So no, I didn't get that. I must've blocked
0: that. No, I'm just, I'm getting it right. I've been getting it for like the last 10 minutes in my head going, oh God, oh God, I'm so sorry. You know?
2: (laughs) Well, we we are doing a film about um, Rescue Animals, the Rescue Project and the Behind the Scenes, which is what Brian and I have done the last couple of years. So which we're gonna, you know, saving millions of companion animals. And the, the film, The Message That Goes, that's just an amazing film as well. Um, but yeah, I think you're, you're probably right. I think maybe that's what happens. I just, I'm turning 50 this year yeah. and I'm feeling like by 52, I will have accomplished the things that the reading told me I was going to. So I feel like I'm on track, but it's, is not been, it's not been easy. You guys, it's not been easy at all. And I, I cry a lot, (laughs) but I also, I'm wowed daily by the miracles that I witness. and having faith. I think I can accredit that to having faith and allowing God to like, lead me.
0: Yep. and I think you're 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 being a rock star. Oh, you know what I mean. And thanks. so many people have like just came on going, "Oh my gosh, thank you for your story. Oh my gosh, you know they relate." And that's why yours was one story I wanted to be told. It's just yeah. thank you. People see who you are today. They don't realize this started someplace else. Oh right. This started someplace else. Really, not that many years ago. This right. isn't. This isn't two or three decades. This isn't even a decade in the making yet. No,
2: nope. we've been with a company. Um, we started our company in 2008 and it's been nonstop ever since. And I think, I think uh, another message that I keep hearing is just tell everyone that you, you just say yes. Yeah. Like when somebody presents you with an option, just say yes. As long as it's not hurting you. Yeah. You know, don't leave. Don't leave with trauma. Like yeah. just say yes. And if it's, if, you know, it's scary, especially if it's scary just say yes, because
0: you just never know. You just know. never know i love it mm-hmm. well thank you kim so much you for coming been. on i put the website up there so everybody can get you know go to the website reach out i'm sure there's like a contact if they have questions you know like hey kim oh my gosh or brian because trust me there's a brian behind the scenes too oh it
2: definitely And is. even though yeah.
0: i could have brought them in together guys i really wanted to bring them in separately because they both have their own stories you, do. you know what i mean and yeah. And, and not the joint story they have together, but the individuals that got them to where they are today, you know, yeah. and to know that you can do more, yeah. you know, just getting flow with yourself and you can do more.
2: And yet I want to thank Keith who's on your, on your comments
0: right now. He's
2: awesome.
0: Isn't he's he? Awesome. Yes. Yes. He, Keith is yes. awesome.
2: I appreciate that. I
0: appreciate he's over that. on the East coast. I love Keith. He's also a student of mine and he's just amazing. He really well,
2: he's, is. He's, he's, he's really good for positive affirmations and I'm grateful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Well, thank you, Kim, so much for coming for on and interesting and sharing your story. And, and I know there's so much more to it. But you know, oh. to me, how this all started, and you just trusting this process to, yeah. uh, to have dinner with one old guy one night.
2: Yep, and not a creepy way. Not in <laughs> a creepy
0: way. Not no, a dirty God. creepy way. You <laughs> no, know
2: in, in a way where there was lots of people there and I was eating a salad.
0: There you <laughs> go. Not in a creepy way. Yep. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. We appreciate you. I know we'll talk soon. You yes, have a very course. you have a very blessed day. And for everybody else, I'll be back in a few moments with your weekly reading here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Thank you. Thank come. you.
1: unbiased and uncensored paranormal and spiritual talk at wltkdb.com we offer several talk shows ranging from self-care to hauntings and everything in between find the shows and hosts on our website at wltkdb.com You can watch them live or catch up on your latest favorites. While you're there, be sure to check out the store and pick up some of the latest station swag. Did you know we had a station blog or that you can
0: host your own show? It's all online at WLTKDB.com. Looking to advertise? Check out our competitive pricing and let's get
1: you noticed. WLTK Talk Radio has something for everyone. So be sure to stop by and say hello at WLTK ultkdb.com.
0: Welcome back. This is Deed here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. We all need to say a prayer for Todd right now. He's trying to fix messes behind the scenes, you know, because there's always messes in a business, always messes in a business. So he needs a prayer. (laughs) So guys, I did something again and I told you guys I would probably do something again. want to be with me as we open them? (laughs) You like it, guys? Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Morning, Jennifer. So the wrapping is coming off. The wrapping is off. Let's just, trust me, there's a garbage can that I'm going to be picking this up off the floor and putting it in. Because that's not going to fly all the way to the garbage can. But I bought a deck. Bought a new deck. I don't know why. This just I looked at it and I was like, oh, you're the one. You're the one that's coming home. Um, <clears throat> and I won't even lie to you. I won't even lie to you. I only pulled a couple of cards and went, eh, okay. But it was the deck. Just to look at this, it felt so good when I looked at it. It popped off the shelf at me. I'm like, okay, you're the one. You're the one that's got to come home with me. So it did. We're gonna literally open it for the first time here, guys. Um, as you know when you open this, and the cool thing is, is I wasn't sure if I bought the right deck, I really wasn't. I kind of had spirit. I'm like, I need a sign, and there you go. I'm not kidding you. I see uh Lisa Williams was at um celebrate your life over this last weekend, and she has a picture of her with all the people there. And who's there but Colette Barron Reed? I did not know and she is the owner and the creator of this deck so we are going to shuffle the cards we're going to do a five card stud reading as we always do again guys you notice i just opened this deck. i haven't looked at the book i haven't done anything so this is a lot of cards a little bit of psychic bringing it all together um and just kind of i'm not gonna say winging it but guys anybody can grab a brand new deck of cards you don't have to You don't have to read the book. And I always tell people, don't read the book, you know, because it's really what the card is going to say to you. It's what it means, you know? So there you go. So shuffling is, I'm just trying to shuffle them a little bit more than normal because of course they're a brand new deck and I don't want all the same, like one, two, three, you know? So I just have to find a place for this deck because I'm running out of spaces. I done ran out of spaces. Okay. So this is the Oracle of the seven energies. So uh, a burst of magic, what to card number one, a burst of magic. God, that's gorgeous. Isn't it? I love this because look at that. Look at that. Okay. What is coming up from that flower? It's a burst of magic, but is that not a person with light coming out of their head? (laughs) Sparkles coming out of their head. I love that. And why is because when I look at this and I look at what it reads and everything else, you are the magic. Okay. And you got to start realizing this and i think this is what card number one is and i'm like getting into you like you You have to start realizing this because card number one saying it's a burst of magic and the picture depicting a person coming out of it we have to start to realize it's us we are the magic it is what comes from us look at the light coming from that person's mind that is the crown chakra opening up you are it just start to realize it. Okay. And if you pick card number one, that's what it is. You're you're walking into this realization of who you are. Now, card number two is the sacred reverence. The sacred reverence. Isn't that gorgeous? And I like this because I do believe this is a coming together. This is a coming together. Look at there's a heart, there's a key, there's clouds, it's coming together. You have all the tools. You have all the tools to make things happen. So if you've been wondering, can I make this happen? Can I do what I've been thinking of? Should I do it? Ugh. Going through all that negative, icky self-doubt, this card is saying, yes, it's time. You have the tools. Everything's coming together. You can make this happen, and it will as long as you show up. Card number three, Uncharted C. Okay, we didn't go one, two, three, but apparently we're going 48, four, seven, 46. So it's Uncharted C. Even though they're, again, numbers, numerology, I shoveled the shit out of these. So Uncharted I like this. All it gave you was, you know, a compass. Pretty compass, but a compass. Because if you pick card number three, you don't know what the hell's going on. You don't know what's going to happen next. You are literally going into an unknown. This is telling me that you have done so much work on yourself. So much incredible work on yourself that you are going into someplace that's unknown. You're going into that uncomfort zone that I talk so much about. The uncomfort zone is where growth happens. The uncomfort zone is where possibilities happen. And if you pick card number three, that's where you have found yourself. And it's amazing. It's good. I love that. Okay. Now, card number four is beyond the ordinary. Like that also, I love where this is going, beyond the ordinary. If you pick this card, it's really telling you that, you know what, I'm almost wondering if you're done with your corporate job, if you're done with your 95, if you've had enough, and you're going, what else is there for me? What is not normal for me? What are you doing? What I'm supposed to do, Tim, what I'm supposed to do. But if you pick card number four, you are going into that, you know what I mean? That thing that doesn't resonate you any with you anymore. This might be your job. This might be your home. This might be your clothes. This might be the way you think. But you are not in the ordinary day-to-day flow of what possibly society thinks you should be in anymore, which is incredible. And I love that because you have picked yourself up and you've put yourself on yourself, and you went, you know what? I'm unique. I'm original. And I'm going to live my life. And that's card number four. Now, card number five is the divine matrix. The divine matrix. It's happening for a reason. You've planned this. You pre-planned this before you got here. This is all happening because of what you planned before you got here. And so many people are afraid of what tomorrow is going to bring. Trust that your soul knows trust that spirit knows trust that god knows trust 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 that there's a reason of divine timing a reason for things happening everything occurring and that's a divine matrix and i'm going to tell you if you pick card number five you're okay it's supposed to be happening this way Now, card number one was a burst of magic. Card number two was at sacred reverence. Card number three was uncharted sea. Four is beyond the ordinary. And five is the divine matrix. And I'm going to tell you, if you picked all this as a full reading, like I always do, this even individually is already dynamic and holy crap, wow. But when I'm looking at all this, it's telling me that you have finally gotten to that point in life where you're going, Yes. Yes. It was so hard getting here. My throat chakra is starting to close up. Oh my God. But my head is exploding because I finally have arrived and you have finally arrived. And that's what these cards are saying that don't be afraid of it. Don't be scared. Don't think that this isn't happening for a reason because you have showed up. You've completed everything you needed to, to get to this point for it all to go. Wow. My life is about to change. Everything about me is about to change. And it's supposed to, it's supposed to, because again, you're a very, very unique person. Um, there's no to you, you made your own path and it's incredible. So let's see what Bian Limeria thinks about this whole thing. Let's do that. Let's see if they kind of conclude with everything and they feel the same way as I do. Cause we know we gotta, we gotta, we don't always trust, do we? We just You just called every week. The same thing. You could, you could just, I would, if I, I know Tim, I know, Um, (laughs) but because for myself, because you know what, just like everybody else, I doubt too. So I will a lot of times bring out a different card or I will call a friend for an extra intuition, whatever it might be. So this is what we do. We bring out that sixth card just to tie it all together to say, I can't make this shit up. There you go. I love that. I love how that says. Okay. You really can't make this shit up because this is incredible. It says the throat chakra. What have I been bringing up since we started? My throat chakra. It says express your truth. Ding, ding, ding. I I don't know if this is my ding, ding or your ding, ding or whose ding, ding, but there you go. It says this chakra is the origin of expression. It is a source of life of the life spark that inspires your aliveness and stokes the creative fires in others. This is the outer sharing of your inner being, the glowing song of your soul on the winds of your flight to understanding who or understand more of who you are. Connect to the cruise of your potential and take it further than you could have imagined. As spirit fuses into the tangible, it actualizes as a platform for greater experience, and new facets are sculpted, seeded, and shared as a fractal fractal of light in the form of your own unique language. Wow. Wow. Can you go? I just want to go. I am sincerely blown away. I'm sincerely blown away. Why? Because the cards did not disappoint again. They did not disappoint again. They're definitely speaking truth. And I'll tell you what, between what Neil had me talk about, you know, or spirit had me talk about through Neil's book to Kim's Kimberly's story, which is just dynamic, to the card reading. Guys, this is a show in itself, isn't it? Wow. I am just every week I'm blown away. I won't even lie. every week I go, Oh my God. Well, this is next. We're going to put that right on top. Cause I liked it. We're going to, we're three tiers up now and the drawers are full guys. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to buy any more decks. Just putting that out there. It's said, I don't know. Nada. I won't be. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It's a, I don't know. Nada. I won't be. Okay. So with that being said, I really want to go in. I want to, I'm going to find out what the lightest, I know Todd sent it to me. So you're going to just have to give me a minute because when I looked at it, I looked at it on my phone, not on my computer. So therefore I need to download the current show was, which was from last Monday. And this is the current stuff. Okay. So, oh my God we're going to have a new show starting. It's going to be once a month. I'm not quite sure. I think it's the last Monday of the month. Don't quote me. I'll make sure I get a little bit more. Um, yes, it's exactly going to be this type of thing. But Healing from the North with Torin antheson is going to be on at 8 a.m. Remember, Torin is from Norway. She lives in Norway. So yeah, she's in the North. So Healing from the North with Torin. She's got so much amazing, amazing stuff. School Through Spirit with myself, Diet Renee, every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Ancient Healing with Jessica Lynn at 6 p.m. Monday night ticket with Lee Warner at 7 p.m. Lee started starting a show. Yes, I'm so excited about that. Let's say that again. Monday night ticket with Lee Warner at 7 p.m. Be the Change with Christina Bloom is at 8 p.m. Tuesdays. We start exploring the paranormal with Heather Lee at 9 a.m. Anne with Ane Shin is at 5 p.m. Remember, she is our tarot lady. Unfiltered with yet De- Mike is at 6. Moment to Moment with Linda Hope is at 7 p.m. Spirits are Talking with Lisa Silverman is at 9 p.m. And Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is at 10. Wednesdays, we start the Self-Care Show with Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. Spiritually Imperfect with Mike and Jen is at noon. Now, guys, you notice that they moved to Wednesdays. They're not on today. They moved to Wednesdays. The num- the Numerology Hour with Kelly Brickle Starts at 1, p- is at 1 p.m. starting August 16th. So another week out, she will be starting that show. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. Chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn is at 5 p.m. Um, she has changed her day and time. Mindset Matters with Ronnie Blunt, 6 p.m. Haunted Experiences in 60, in 60 with Nick Sarlo. I think it's in 60 minutes with Nick Sarlo and Diana Henry is at 8 p.m. See and beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at nine tops on Thursdays. Oh my gosh. We start and it starts the 10th. Is it this week's So tenth. Yes. This ther- Thursday, we are going to start a new show. Top secret news with Christina George at 6 p.m. Make sure you guys t- check it her out. Tune her into her. You're going to love this show. Realm of darkness with Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. Haunted voices with Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland is at 8 p.m. Passport to Paranormal is with Dr. Heather Lee and Joe Frankie at 9 p.m. Now, Fridays, we start the morning with Soul and Synergy Radio with Terry and Danny at 10 a.m. The Psychic Hour Reading Show with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. Twilight Tonight with Dee Dee Moonflyer is at 7 p.m. Voice of Oneness with Amara Benet is at 8 p.m. And Twisted Ascension with Caden and Elisa Mask is at 9 p.m. Now, that's all of our shows. Now, guys, if you're looking for reading shows, if you're looking for reading, you need that little extra oomph to get through. You are looking at Mondays at 7 p.m. You have got, or not 7, sorry, at 6 p.m. You've got Ancient Healing with Jessica Lynn. She, she does a lot of readings on that show, tons of readings on that show. Um, on Tuesdays, you have Anne with Anne Shin. She's our masterful tarot reader and psychic. We follow it up with me and Mike's chatter, and then we do some readings and coaching, which is awesome. So that's Two nights. On, and then on to Wednesday, Kelly Brickle starts her first show, you know, until next week is at 3 p.m. She's going to have back-to-back shows, one and at three, both reading show. Well, the 1 p.m. It, or, yep, it's back-to-back reading shows on Wednesday because she's got the numerology hour, which is going to be a re, numerology readings, and psychic hour, which is psychic reading. So it's back-to-back shows there with, again, readings. Okay. Um there you go. You've got three days. You can go and get your reading fixes guys. Three days. I think that's freaking incredible. I think it's awesome. Um, so make sure you stop and get those, make sure you show up, you get those, those, we got incredible readers here. We have incredible people here. So I need to flip back in time in my calendar. Cause I'm always flipping forward. I don't know why, but I'm always flipping forward. Who is on next week? I got Scotty. <laughs> I'm sorry, Geekly. Scotty Rourke is on next week. I love Scotty guys. I, I love Scotty. Scotty is a psychic. He's a medium. He's a personality. Um, and I, I'm going to say personality in the best form because he's been at radio. He's been on TV. He's, he's done it all. There's not too many names in the business that don't know Scotty. He's from Wisconsin. He's amazing. um, And he's a dear friend. I love this man with all my heart. And we have spent lifetimes, lifetimes together. And I know you're going to love Scotty as much as I do. Just an incredible soul. So make sure you tune in next week to hear all about him and his story. You are going to, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I I know I'm going to love it. I'm just going to, you're going to watch me going. "Ah." (laughs) And Scotty's married. He's got kids. He's, he's awesome. And I just, just because You know what? This is when you meet a person and I'm going to tell you what Scotty and I didn't meet more than a year ago. I heard of him. He heard of me. We never really met. But from the first day that I laid eyes into Scotty's eyes, we actually stood there and we looked in each other's eyes. There is such a deep, unconditional love of, I know you. And where the hell have you been this lifetime? It's been incredible. So he's looked into it. I've looked into it a little bit, but we've had, we don't even have to speak and it's just incredible. So um, there you go. I hope everybody's got that person in their life where they go, you know what? I just know you. Um, So show up next week, hear about his story. Because again, it's an incredible, it's an incredible story um, laid with drama and excitement and some boringness and all of it. But you, you're going to want to see it. You're you're not going to want to miss it. I'm telling you right now. But with that being said, guys, I will see you next month. I will see you tomorrow night if you're going to be on there. But if not, I'll see you next Monday morning here on WLTKDB.com with Diet on School Through Spirit. Have a great day, guys. Bye.
1: The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio. WLTKDB